everybody this is your main man tech supreme back with another episode of rent free with tech supreme hope you guys had a good couple of weeks uh, i didn't do a podcast last week i think i'm not sure i'm pretty sure i didn't do one last week but we're back now and we're about to uh go on a trip so you know how i do so um there's going to be another episode next week though uh, we get back next week so i have time to do another episode so hope all is well um i only got a few con- uh, uh topics today so um Buckle up and let's get to it. Now, uh, this weekend is my, well, so my birthday falls on Tuesday next week. Uh, so obviously, uh, I can't celebrate the week after, right? So it's, it's almost in the middle of the week, but I can't celebrate the week after because the week after my birthday is always 4th of July. Uh, and uh, so obviously I got to celebrate the week be- weekend before. And uh, so me, my wife, and our homegirl, uh, we're going to New Orleans for basically just the long weekend. Uh, we leave during uh, during the weekend, Saturday, come back during the week. I'm super excited. Uh, now, this is, I think, my fourth time going to New Orleans. And the reason why I'm excited is because the last time I went was two years ago for my 40th. Went with a bunch of people, maybe six six people. Uh, like, uh, one, two, three, four, like six or seven people. It was a great time, right? I had some of my closest favorite people in the world with me. Uh, this time, we're going with a much smaller group. Um, which allows us the opportunity to actually stay on Bourbon Street, which I've never done before. Um, and we actually have a balcony on Bourbon Street in the, one of the like the busiest uh, portions of Bourbon Street. So I'm super excited. I don't think we're going to get a lot of sleep because like, well, we are, we are. But I mean, we're going to be hearing the sounds all, you know, of Bourbon Street, of, you know, the French quarters. So I, I'm just super excited to see what it's like. Um, a lot of people go down there to drink. I don't think it's the greatest place to drink and definitely not French quarters. The French quarters and Bourbon Street is definitely not a great place to drink. The reason why I say that is because I don't drink sugars. Like I don't drink sugary drinks. I don't drink, I do drink soda, but it's like zero calorie soda, like zero sugar soda. I, I But when I drink, when I consume alcohol, I don't want sugar bombs. Um, and if you ever had, if you ever been in New Orleans, New Orleans, um, I gotta make sure I say it right. If you ever been in New Orleans and um, you've had like a hurricane or a hand grenade, then you know that it's just a, th- a thing of sugar. And I just, I'm not into it. So my main reason for going is I love to people watch. I love to be around people. I love music. I love live music, and I love the food in New Orleans. Um, I always, ever since maybe the second time I've gone, I was lucky lucky enough. Um, the second time I think was with. Uh, my my wife now, but we were just dating then. Um, we had got a list of places to go from Rick, who uh, is the owner of Grace Meat and Three, and um, we hit a lot of those spots up. But that kind of got me into the groove of when I go out of town and I go on these like see these trips or whatever to different cities. I write down where where I went. I try to get the website and I try to and I write down what I had and how I felt about it. I I, I wasn't doing a number scale, but I was doing like, like kind of like just quick emoji like oh this was fire or, or this was thumbs down or you know something like that and so i usually always do that and always take pictures um so that was something that i started the second time we went and so the third time 
we already had our uh, list of places that we wanted to check out and then we met we added more to it and i always even though i've been four times or this is my fourth time i always ask people like hey you know what's what's your your favorite new orleans spot like what's your what's your hidden gem so with that we got a strong list going i'm super excited we already have our kind of go-to's that we go to mambo's being one of them we fell in love with mambo's last time we went uh, i think we had it twice and we're going to definitely have it this weekend for sure some meal we're going to have it and the crazy part is that i'm super excited about it. it's like we're just like a block and a half away from it like we're just like right there in the middle of the action i can't wait I understand that New Orleans, like Bourbon Street is, a, and French Quarter in general is kind of like a tourist spot. I get it. I'm a tourist. I like it, you know. So, super excited about the trip. Uh, super excited about just the, the whole, the whole like turning 42. I I wanted to speak on how I feel about turning 42. Turning 40, turning 30 was huge. Turning 40 was huge, and now I'm just like in this like kind of existential panic about turning 50. I know I have eight years to go, um, but you know, it's just something that's in the back of your mind as you age. I will say that the alternative to not aging is far worse than aging. So I'm proud to age. Um, I'm proud to be like at 42, be a lot more secure. Uh, well, you know, definitely like, I'm happy that I have my wife. Like that's, that's probably like the number one thing. Um, she's definitely like my rock. So like, that's awesome. Um, but just like being like just more stable in in life of overall and like having the ability to be just to go out of town and to do these fun things and like to survive and just be well you know and and then be in a position to 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 do things do certain things like be involved in the community i'm getting ready to go back to teaching uh music in schools which you know shout out to breach league and ronnie notch and dj epic um for for that for, for all that um, and it's just like so much good things happening that like my, and my health is straight, you know, like my, my eye health, my teeth health, my body health. I, I, I stay current on all my, you know, on my checkups and on my doctor visits, you know, like I, it's amazing to, to be in this point of life because I don't think I would have foresaw that at a younger age. Um, and that's to me is what success is. Like, I'm like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, good relationships. I, you know, up and downs with like certain friends groups and things like that and sometimes you gotta let, cut people out and you have to kind of protect your own peace you know and like create the boundaries and like if someone like crosses that boundary you know understand how to react and how to move around that because people will no matter what people will get comfortable with you to test your boundaries and like you can't you can't live your life letting people step over you like you're going to be tyrone Lou of life you know what i mean like if if you know sports you know that reference right like don't let people step over you um turning 40 man 42 it's it's super super exciting super blessed i mean I, i'm not really religious at all and i don't believe in blessings and non-blessings but so for lack of a better word the, the, i say blessed but like basically that's my way of saying the universe has sown fortune to me it's, it's a deeper but you know um it is what it is turning 42 is exciting it's nervous i'm you know it's anxious but like that's life man the time keeps going and just every day is just you just i'm just happy to be here and like i know we all are so shout out to everyone basically like shout out to the world um now there's there's five people who aren't here anymore and it's captivated the world like this is this new story you literally i don't know anyone who hasn't heard about this like i cannot turn i can't open twitter tiktok none of that without seeing news about 
submersive vessel. Everyone's calling it a submarine, but it's a submersive submersive vessel. Same difference, but obviously submarines are propelled, um, or a little bit more complex than what it's. Basically, they went down in a carbon fiber tube and died. Five people, rich. The only one I feel bad for is it was a kid on there. His dad is a billionaire, and I and I feel bad. I take that with a grain of salt because you know we eat the rich. Um, I feel bad because he didn't want to go. It, came, it comes to find out today that it comes out like his mom was like, he didn't want to go. The only reason he went is because it was his, his dad wanted to go and it was over Father's Day weekend. But I think he probably had a gut instinct that this is not a good idea. The only solace in this is that they died quickly, right? So basically, I'm not going to recap the story because if you don't know about the, the sub story, then that's, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. You live under a rock. But, um... You know, they went down, it imploded. We didn't know what happened for days. And it's so weird because, like, the Coast Guard and the government, they're like, oh, yeah, we knew immediately. We, we Our sonar radar picked up an explosion, implosion. Whatever. You know, like, you could have said that shit last week. You could have said that shit on Monday or whatever. Um, It's tragic. But it's tragic, comma, but, okay, like, is it funny? A little bit. I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. I know, like, I don't... I don't laugh at death, right? Especially after what I just said at turning 42. I don't laugh at death. Like, I don't think death is funny. Death is scary. But I think the reason why people are making so many jokes about it is because the circumstances in which they perished. Not the, not the exact circumstances, but, like, the choice they made, right? Like, to get... No one in their right mind thinks, if you had even just an inkling of science, think that, this is a good idea, especially when a year ago, a news article, news report on television came out about this company and how, oh, this looks jerry-rigged, that you're running it with a controller, you're like, you, there's only one button? Okay, if I'm spending, I can't, most can't, but if I were to spend $250,000 on a trip, I would have to believe in my heart of hearts that my $250,000 didn't cost more than, wasn't more money than they spent building what's gonna take me three miles underwater. Now, sure, could it have cost more than $250,000? Sure, he used carbon fiber and titanium. Carbon fiber is known to be defected over time, or still wouldn't be. A lot, lot, lot of, a lot of a lot of red flags already right my number one red flag is you're using a logitech controller to navigate this thing that's not good enough for scary old me i will not even get into a no one's ever asked me to get into a private jet but if they did i would be apprehensive and that's just because i don't like seeing people in small planes fall out the sky and we've heard stories right i'm a fan of Aaliyah. i don't want to get into a small plane now I'm definitely not going to get into a, a, a carbon fiber uh, vessel that you have to say Indian style. I got bad knees, turning 42. Um, and then, like, controlled by a Logitech controller. It's not even, it's a, I don't even think Logitech makes the greatest products, products, and I have two in front of me. I just would not trust it. But also, now I don't have $250,000, so I can't really say that. So if someone who is rich and $250,000 is just a drop in the bucket, 
the, the logic's not there. And I think that's why people are making fun of it. Cause like, you're supposed to be like, they kind of make people who are rich seem smarter. And you see this all the time in social media because you'll get someone who gets successful. I think it was, uh, you know, Gary V. I love Gary V. I even have one of his books. And this is like, they get on podcasts and they talk all this shit now that they're successful about what you could do different. Like, oh, if you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you're gonna be successful. Like, you're just gatekeeping. You made, you got successful off of whatever, like your, your parents, whatever. You did something good. Hey, more power to you. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, but there's nothing really like, um, people are gonna make jokes about it because it's the, it's rich people and nobody cares to be completely 100. It is what it is, man. It's um tragedy, yes. I feel bad. One thing that's really weird about it though is the kid, uh one of the kids, the stepson of one of the billionaires is like he went to a Blink-182 concert, so that made the news. But then he has some racist responses saying the N-word and stuff like that, and then people dig dug deeper into his history. There's a tons of like racism that he was spewing. And then like a little bit of sexism too. Like he had his weird obsession with Alice in Wonderland, which is one of my favorite producer, singers, artists from Australia who lives in America now. I think she's from Australia, but um, she's super talented, super amazing. But he had like an Alice in Wonderland tattoo and then like she didn't acknowledge it online or something like that, but she's like famous. So like, why would she? And he like just went on some crazy tirade. tirade. Weird, super weird energy, but uh, you know, again, there's a lot. It's, the jokes are just writing themselves with this one, and it's hard not to be to make to make fun of it. It really is. It at the same time, but two things can happen at the same time, right? You can it could be a tragedy, but people can still make fun of it. It's just what it is. And um, is it distasteful? I'm not sure. Sure to the family, it is. But like, if anyone I know did that, I'd be like, yeah, you're dumb. So you know, just there's nothing really. I don't know. Nothing too much you can say about it. Um. Moving on to something that's uh, lighter, I guess. Uh, saw the Flash movie last week. Came out last week. Saw it last Wednesday or Thursday. Um, took my dad for Father's Day. Uh, so we saw it early. Pretty early, like 3 o'clock on, like, on the first day it came out. Um, it's a good movie to look at, but it's not really a good movie as far as like being a, a, a diehard fan. But I'm not a diehard Flash fan anyway. Um, I found Ezra Miller uh, to be problematic, as like most people have, so kind of had a hard time watching it. And the kind of the only reason why I did watch it was because they had Michael Keaton in it, and I'm a huge Michael Keaton fan. Um, my first movie experience that I can actually remember was going to see Batman in 1989. I was eight years old, um, and me and my dad and my brother, we went to Manhattan just to watch it, which I didn't know we went to Manhattan. I thought we were in New Jersey uh, because I was eight. Uh, but my dad told me last week that we were in actually Manhattan watching it, which was super cool that my first movie experience was not only Batman, which my dad also told me that at that point I was already a diehard comic book fan. Um, but, uh, you know, to see it in Manhattan, such a cool place and such a beautiful city. And it was super, I just, I loved, you know, it was like seeing Gotham in Manhattan, you know, just, it just bolds, it just feels good for the, this, the story, the setting of me watching Batman. So my biggest takeaway was Batman. Michael Keaton was fantastic. It wasn't even a movie with heart or energy or anything. It was just fan service as far as like, here's like, We'll just do some things for the like that fans would be happy with. They I kind they kind of feel like they didn't even really develop a story. They kind of just wanted to compete with Marvel, which is kind of their downfall. So they didn't really tell start with a good story. It wasn't a good like Flashpoint Paradox is such an amazing story, and this movie is not that. Even though it takes notes from it, they, it feels like they just wanted to make some money and they wanted to do something that fans wouldn't slam. We're not going to slam Michael Keaton, and they know that. 
Um, one of my favorite parts of the movie was Shasha Kelly. She plays Supergirl, which they probably should change it to Superwoman by now. But she was fantastic. I want to see more of her as Supergirl. Um, I will. I would have loved to see her Henry Cavill and her interact. She was flawless as Superwoman, a Supergirl. I don't know what to call her. I think, I think the character is called Supergirl. Let me double check that. Um, yeah, Supergirl, Kara Zor-El, which I actually like the Supergirl show on CW. It was really fire. Um, yeah, it's just you know, it's gonna be a flop. It's gonna be a dud. Um, they need DC just needs to stop. They need to stop. And I know they got the James Gunn thing going on, but they need to stop until that's a thing, right? They need to stop putting. Don't put out Aquaman. Don't put out Blue Beetle. And then the director of Blue Beetle this week said that their movie isn't a part of the next phase, and we know it's not. Come on, get it. Come on. We know it's not. It's just a big money grab trick. Just stop it. Let let James Gunn fix it, but stop trying to money grab us. Flash was a money grab. Aquaman 2 is going to be a money grab. Aquaman 1 is not even, for me, that great. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like, trying to be overly negative about DC movies because I'm a diehard Man of Steel, like, defender. I think Man of Steel was amazing. I fucked with Batman versus Superman. I fucked with Zack Snyder's Justice League. I fucked with what Zack Snyder was doing. I wanted that to be like the basis of the universe. And then they could have done, they could have gone off and done another thing. What what Marvel did was they let John Favreau set the tone, and then he was the one who kind of like ushered in the the, the universe and like let Zack Snyder usher in the universe. It's different than Marvel. It was different than Marvel, and it had its own tone, and that's what it needed. There was nothing wrong with that. Now. I think a lot of the the press of DC was from fans who were like kind of shitting on it because of like the Marvel comparison. But Man of Steel, watch it out. It's pretty flawless. The only dumb part is uh, Jonathan Kent sacrificing himself when his son could have saved him. That was so stupid. But that's neither here nor there. So Flash is a good movie. Go watch it. It's decent. It's mid. It's in the middle. It's not phenomenal. It's not garbage. You know, Mesra Miller is a little bit annoying. I don't really fuck with him like that. Um, it's interesting to see what happens with Jonathan Majors. His trial is set for August. The reason why I say that is because you have a problematic comic book superstar, and Ezra Miller's problematic superstar. Ezra Miller did more stuff than Jonathan Majors, like factually, right? Like Jonathan Majors had one incident. Ezra Miller had several abusive incidents, um, and even maybe some allegations of sexual misconduct. Not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But uh, it's interesting to see how how they cancel how they try to cancel Majors, and, and they did not cancel Miller. They didn't cancel him. Like, his movie just dropped last week. He's not canceled. He's fine. He's still getting that money, and it, did it affect sales? I'm not sure. I guess it's something that we need to... It's kind, of, it's kind of hard to see, like, why someone didn't go see a movie, right? Like, was it was, was it Ezra Miller's um, behavior? Was it DC's movie's reputation? What is it? You know what I mean? So, time will tell. Uh, moving on, Secret Invasion came out this week. Marvel's uh, new Disney Plus show. Uh, basically, Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, is a conspiracy spy type. Think Black Widow. Think uh, Civil uh, not Civil War, but the Winter Soldier. That that type of tone. It's so far so good. First episode is good. Amelia Clark's in it, which is uh, she played Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. Sign me up. Um, the villain. He's he did something in the first episode. A set a tone and that tone is like yo this dude is serious he don't give a fuck about nothing um the fact that the, it makes sense why nick fury doesn't call any heroes for this it's because like this is a huge massive threat and like the you know the secret invasion you don't know who to trust so it'd be kind of crazy if 
I mean, they could do a lot with Secret Evasion, which they did in the comic books. They could do a lot. Like, oh, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but they could do a lot of like retconning. This person's a scroll. This person's a scroll. Because in the comic books, they took on superheroes forms and like, yeah, that wasn't Captain America if you get what I'm saying. And and you know, that might not have been Iron Man. Like if you get what I'm saying, so. Secret Invasion, man, the scrolls, the storyline is going to be Chef's Kiss. They just know what they're doing. They just, they have, they, I don't know if it's because they were first, because they weren't really first, but they were the first one to say, okay, we're going to do one universe. I don't know what it is, but like their execution on these creatives is pretty flawless. Um, She Hulk aside, I love Sea Hulk, but people hated it for whatever reason. Uh, CGI issues or whatever. And I can admit the CGI was a little eh, but the story was great. I'm a big Sea Hulk fan. One of my first comics uh, collections was She-Hulk. So, yeah, man, Secret Invasion. Check it out if you haven't watched it on Disney+. Plus. It comes out once a week. Uh, super, super good s- stuff so far. Super heavy. And um, Samuel Jackson, man, like, he's he's such a legend, bro. Like, Samuel Jackson is, is him. He's that guy. So, I fucked with him. Now, is Marvel perfect? No, Marvel Studios is perfect. But Marvel, they don't own Spider-Man, right? We know this. So they don't own Spider-Man villains. So who owns Spider-Man villains for movie sakes? It's, it's going to be Sony, I believe, right? And one of my favorite comic book runs is this uh, Todd McFarlane run in the 90s. Um, I think over there, like just sitting over there, I have like 1 through 25 or something like that. Um, it, was just, it was this amazing fucking story. And for like the first, I don't know how many issues, like quite a few issues, you didn't know who was fucking Spider-Man up. But it was Craven the Hunter. And ever since then, I became a huge, huge fan of Craven. And uh, they released the trailer for Craven the Hunter, which comes out in October. Sony, 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 you are butchering Marvel Comics characters. You're making it harder for Marvel Studios to fix this mess. It's just like the kid in class who keeps breaking rules and everyone's good in class everyone's good except for this kid but then they got to punish the whole class and that's what that's what they that's what sony's doing with spider-man and marvel they they i'm not sure if they're not doing this on purpose bro like this trailer and i'm not the type of person who like to be likes to be negative right i have i'm an opinionated person right we all are to an extent but man this 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 fucking trailer looks so bad and then, like, they hired Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Quicksilver in the MCU. And, like, it's just nothing about this is Craven the Hunter. And it's kind of infuriating. Is it, I, I don't want him in leopard pants. But he has to look better. He has to look the part, right? Like, he has to, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it don't feel right. And then the, the, the origin story, they, they kind of briefly talked about it sure is it i'm just not enthused about it and check out the trailer if you like spider-man stuff you like marvel stuff i would say avoid this is this looks as bad as mobius at least mobius at least mobius had good graphics almost i thought it was kind of cool like the phasing thing that they were doing the flying thing it ended up being stupid and change they changed their own physics like halfway through the movie but at least i i don't know I, I can't say anything. I haven't seen Craven the Hunter yet. I'll, I'm going to go see it because I have to as a comic book nerd. I have to, but I'm not excited about it. Um, 
October 6th. We'll see. Let's get away from that topic. Um, speaking of bad TV, bad movies, bad entertainment, I am sucked in. And this is going to be like, if you know me, this is left field. You're not going to understand this. I'm sucked into Vanderpump Rules. I don't know how this happened. Well, I know how it happened. My wife, she watches Vanderpump Rules and our, our homegirl and her, um, another homegirl, they started talking about it and then it, it, it snowballed into them coming over and watching the reunion show. And then I was kind of like, just kind of floating around the house and I stopped in and looked at it and, and watched some of it. And I had seen some of it before cause I know Tom Sandoval's from St. Louis. Um, it's entertaining. So I started watching it and then I was like, well, if I'm going to go in, if I'm going to watch Vanderpump Rules, I'm going to watch fucking Vanderpump Rules. So now I'm on episode seven, season two. There's 10 seasons. I got a lot of catching up to do, but it's, it's mindless and it's entertaining and it's crazy. It's cringy. It's all the things I think. I think you have to have time for intellectual cool stuff. Like I'm about to go see Oppenheimer next month or whenever it comes out, the intellectual layered stuff. And it's cool to watch dumb stuff and Vanderpump Rules. They may take themselves very seriously, and that's fine. It's their lives. I'm sure it's somewhat scripted. It's just fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So, yeah, I'm watching Vanderpump Rules. Never thought I'd ever say that, and I'm invested into it, too. Like, it's just crazy, and I got a homegirl who uh, moved to L.A., so now every time I see the show, I'm like, is this how she lives out in L.A.? Just just going to parties and arguing and, and like, <laughs> you know, navigating, trying to make it out there. It's, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah, I think my teeth look a little wider. You know, last episode I talked about the teeth whitening. I just noticed that my teeth, because I got the screens up here, I can see myself. Um, and I got a viewfinder up there, which I'm trying not to look at the viewfinder. Like, I don't know if you can tell the difference, but if you're listening to on audio, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, I think, you know, the teeth whitening works. I need to uh, do it some more, but I can definitely see a difference. So if you think about teeth whitening, go on ahead with it. Um, Last topic is Juneteenth was last Monday, this past Monday. Um, you know, I like the fact that it's becoming more of a thing. I feel like it needs to be a, a national holiday where everyone gets off work. Um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully one day we get to that. Not too much to say about it. Um, I'm not a big fan of like Walmart selling Juneteenth ice cream and companies trying to cash in on it, but that's inevitable. That is, is what it is. Um, I'm looking forward to the flag growing. I posted the flag. Um, I don't think a lot of people know how the flag. It's a really cool, like, story, too, about... Uh, so there's a... I think there's a star in it that represents the United States. There's um, a, kind of a, a bigger star with, like, a lot of more angles and trying... I don't know how to say points, um, which represents, like, the new hope. And then the horizon about being something new. It's a really dope flag. Uh, so I look forward to, in the future, Juneteenth becoming just bigger and bigger and bigger and celebrations becoming bigger and like cookouts becoming a thing i don't think it'll ever there's too many racist people for it to ever be as big or even half as big as fourth of july which is just honestly a few weeks later um but you know that's not really our day of independence yeah it's juneteenth would be closer to it but it's more like um be aware too of like the deception of of our country the fact that slaves were freed in 1863 but then it didn't take till 1865 before other outside forces had to tell them they were free because the people who were benefiting from it refused to tell them that they were free that's crazy but that's that's the reason why we celebrate juneteenth because of that deception um and it started in galveston texas so um that and, and 
just being aware and the, the one thing that irks me and I'm, I'm gonna get out of here is the the bastardization of woke right uh as a black person we've been saying woke for years like hey bro stay woke which means to be aware of the the social that what what the world is doing to us be aware of what society is treating black people and honestly it ties into juneteenth because they had to be like it was kept a secret that they were free you feel me so like when they now that they're now they actually became free in 1865 i could honestly see like stay woke like stay aware of what they're lying to you about you know what i mean like it's now become a a a right weapon and like being inclusive means you're woke and there's anti-woke which is the dumbest thing in the world like how could you be anti-inclusion i don't understand it but um just you know it is what it is but make no mistakes when they say anti-woke that means anti-black make no mistake about it and anti-inclusion now because like now they they've used it to bring in other groups so like just got to be aware man and i we need a new term because they took that but like they can't just keep taking shit man they I saw I saw this one thing that said uh, it was a it was a company, and I believe I, it's a it's a uh, it's a company, right? And you know they're not a black company, but they had this post on on, on an ad, and it was a, a white woman in a T-shirt that says, "You're lucky women uh, want equality and not revenge," which is literally a quote from the uh, police brutality protest in response to George Floyd, um, and the black women said that so beautifully and passionately. And they took that and put that on a t-shirt for money. And then, so I, I, I reported it, which doesn't mean anything, but then like I made a post on it, like, yo, y'all just gonna take this. And then they went ahead and, and took, the, took the post down and reposted it and, and disabled comments because they don't want to hear about it. They just want to get that money. It is what it is. Um, I just said that was my last thing. I do want to say that I'm, I'm rocking bees now. I'm a part of the bee gang. I love it. I got like a ton of beats upstairs. And my wife's like, where did this come from? Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people wear it, rock beads, and, and now I'm a part of the bead gang. But that's neither here nor there. I'm out of here. Tech Supreme, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, if you like it, follow, hit the like button on YouTube videos, hit the subscribe button. We are growing. Um, we're going to start doing some advertising soon. So look forward to that. Um, and, you know, leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the episodes. I need feedback. So thank you again. I want you to be safe. Mind your surroundings, stay woke, and uh, Tech Supreme, rent free. Peace. Rent free. Rent free. Rent free. Listen here, rent free.